I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. Item number SCP-6201. Object class, Keter. Special containment procedures. Misinformation campaigns have assured the wider public of SCP-6201's existence as part of Swedish folklore. Any suspected SCP-6201 activity is to be intercepted and by media campaigns rejected as superstition. SCP-6201 populations are to be monitored using geological survey programs to detect anomalous changes in Scandinavian biotypes. Description SCP-6201 denotes a species that manipulate organic and geological material in their surroundings. The species populate the Scandinavian Peninsula. However, the total population of the species is unknown as of the 1960s, when the last instance of SCP-6201 was recorded. Recorded evidence indicate that populations consist of family-centered flocks primarily nesting in concealed environments such as coniferous forests and in the crevices of steep mountain cliffs. Their ability to blend in with nature is detrimental to their continued concealment. Biologically, the species is similar to the human species, with the same body proportions and a human-like gait. However, the means of reproduction is believed to be asexual, with no identified reproductive organs. Up until the mid-20th century, the existence of SCP-6201 was common knowledge among the Scandinavian population. As the SCP Foundation established their presence in Scandinavia during the 1920s, a search for the population of SCP-6201 was undertaken. Due to the difficulties stemming from SCP-6201's anomalous capabilities, it would not be until the 1930s before for an individual instance, hereby designated SCP-6201-A was contained. Reports from Foundation agents had confirmed thaumaturgic activity from the instance, who at the time was contained at a psychiatric hospital in the south of Sweden. The instance was successfully contained at Site 80 until 1959. Addendum 6201A Memorandum 4th of April 1938 Dear all, I feel obligated to inform the department on the latest safety protocols on site. The entity contained earlier this week is an individual of the species designated as SCP-6201. It was located in a psychiatric asylum based in Lund, Skåne, after reportedly instigating a thaumaturgic process causing danger to several civilians. Caution is highly advised. Any interaction with the entity in question will be restricted to personnel with clearance level 3 and above. The extent of abilities that the concerned species possess are as of yet unknown. However, we know the entities have exercised thaumaturgy in Scandinavia for a long time. Historical records and eyewitness accounts indicate that the species may be predatory. Thereby, I have decided to devote the entire efforts of Department B to the containment of this entity until other containment procedures are developed. Sincerely, Dr. Sven Linde, Research Lead, Site 80. 
Addendum 6201B, Interrogation Log, 6th of April, 1938. Interrogated SCP-6201-A, Interrogator Dr. Linda. Forward, the interrogation was conducted within separated chambers with the interviewer voiced over the telecom. Begin log. State your name, please. Come down and talk to me, little one. We just need your name. Hmm. is called. Long time they use it. Hmm. A voice with no face is not very nice. Where are you? Unfortunately, I'm not able to come down right now. I just want to ask a couple of questions. What you ask of me? First of all, I would like to know what you did at Vipahoma. Hmm. Why do you want walls around me? It feels... It is merely a safety precaution. If you help us with some information about what you can do, we might not even need the walls. Even the walls outside of the walls. Merely a safety precaution. Now how... I fear you. If you want me to stay here, maybe I can. Then I wish you to stay. Please tell me... You wish me to stay. I can stay, but I am missing a kind word. I do not like when ones are not kind. I can leave. But what if it turns out... You really is good company. I... Would you please stay here? Hmm, that is very kind, little one. Now you can give me questions. Addendum 6201C, Research Log, 7th of April, 1938. Research Log, 7-4-1938. Of what we have gathered, it seems that most of the suppression of SCP-6201 has been warranted by the State Institute for Racial Biology, a civilian research institute with the stated purpose of studying human genetics and eugenics. From what I can tell from the archives, witness accounts of individuals of SCP-6201 seem to decrease rapidly from the year 1922 after the founding of the SRB. One could think this could be one could think this could be the result of the public theory, SIRB. This might be somewhat anecdotal, however it's a valuable reflection that going from living next door to these individuals, perhaps not with either kinship or antagonism, to becoming informants to the state might not be entirely easy. At younger ages, children are taught to respect the unknown, not to disturb it. The following is a public notice SRB used to get information from the public. Warning, trolldom near you. The safety of the Swedish people has always been the highest concern for the SIRB. That is why during the last 20 years we have devoted ourselves to ridding our beautiful landscape of any witchcraft. This is your reminder that you have an obligation to report to your local official when encountering any suspected magic activity or suspicious individuals in your area. Remember that magical creatures are as easily disguised among your own people 
as they are in the forests. Deliver these messages to your children. Children are easily deceived by bewitching creatures and are often oblivious to any perpetrators among their friends. Make sure your child is socializing with the right kind. Beware as you saunter the woods, for the creatures may as well be below your feet. They are as easily disguised in the forest as among humans. In conclusion, the detainments that SIRB are executing are problematic at best. With earlier influence over the Swedish authorities, the SCP Foundation could have suppressed their activities and approached the species earlier. Swedish society have a long and noticeable relationship with the entity, after all. That should not be squandered. Dr. Linda. Addendum 6201D, Interrogation Log, 11th of April, 1938. Interrogated, SCP-6201-A, Interrogator, Dr. Sven Linde. Begin log. Are you ready to proceed? No. The telecom shuts down. The ground shakes and the concrete wall separating Linda from the chamber brittles down, revealing Linda sitting on a chair, seemingly frozen in place. A siren sounds, and Trula walks up close to Linda and smiles down at him. We know you. The chamber seems to collapse and open up, with a light revealing a dim sky above and tree trunks forcing through the surrounding walls. The floor turns into a pool of mud that soon sinks down into thick moss, spreading out and filling the chamber. The ground has become irregular, and the scene of a dense pine forest has erupted. Trula finds a stone to sit down on. This is home, little man. I hope you do not care for where questions are asked. You do not need soldiers here. We somewhere else. Can I get out of here? No. Too bad we are not. You can leave if you want. Is this what you can do? Affect your environment? <laughs> I am one with plants, rocks, and webs. Come on, don't sit there, you sad fern. I will show you the many good things here. Much better than the foods that you have in your pots and pans. Trula shows off her wooded hand, where a number of carpenter ants roam. Linda is forced to lean back in disgust as Trula gestures in front of his face. No. Okay. I, I think we really shouldn't. Um, Mama came home with dearies sometimes. Have you tried dearies, little man? Best filled with juicy, wriggling things. Yum. Mama. Mama. Good razor of us. She took all good things home to us. Did you... By us, do you... Do you mean that you had a fl- A family? I have. Linda's chair breaks apart and he lands on a rock rising from below. The deep moss of the surrounding area seems to rise up and form the headdress of meter-sized rocks. Some of the pine trees fall, revealing two boulders towering upwards. A dark crack is visible between the boulders. A sound starts emanating from the depths of the cave. Trula laughs. Here they come. 
Linda is rushed to the side by Trula as a pack of nude, long-haired trolls with heavy jewelry run out of the cave and jump the mossy stones. One of the larger trolls sits down on a rock nearby with a keyed fiddle in their hands. A tune is played, and the trolls start singing and smacking their hands on hollow tree trunks. Romping and dancing about, a circle is formed. And now win with the little ones. Trula turns around, greeting three human children, possibly between the ages of nine and twelve, who run through and into the ring. And now we greet our tiny friends, our tiny friends, Lava Lava Hedge, dance with the forest trolls, not as cold as mountain trolls, hey, who? Lava Lava Hedge. The three children look up to the gleeful trolls who have circled around them, clapping their hands. Yes, we know you. The children take each other's hands and swing to the music, laughing as they do. And you know us. These friends don't have a icy temper, eh? Lava, lava, ash. The music is silenced. Trula's turned toward Linda. The trolls are gone. Linda's eyes are visibly teary. I never really knew what to believe. But I remember now. Through a matter of seconds, tree trunks break and fall. Linda is startled away from the trees. A loud screeching accompanies the trees being sawed down. Wood chips rain over the pair while the stones covering the ground crack and turn into gravel. The moss dies and all that's left is a patch of gravel with tufts of grass surrounded by fog. What is this, Trula? After they took Mama and Trules and Groom and Tall and Bar, I go. They found me hiding. They took me in children's home where no one had a Mama. This is the place where there is no juicy things, no dance, no friends. They were mean to me. When I tried to have friends... The grass tufts start to momentarily grow in volume, and with longer grass and different types of wildflowers... They took me away to that experiment house. The home. The concrete walls suddenly reappear. Security guards successfully break into the chamber and remove Linda. End log. Addendum 6201E, Research Log, 13th of April, 1938. Research Log, 13-4-1938. I found this concerning Vipholm. Terror at Vipholm. Patients defenseless against keepers. Vipholm Institution for the Insane. It's raining outside. All patients are seated along the corridor walls. No movement is permitted. After a few hours, a patient stands up to walk about, gestures, and talks to himself. It doesn't take long before he is on the floor with tied hands. For 20 minutes, the keeper keeps him that way. Now and then, he twists the wrists of the patient. The patient moans and spits blood on the floor. He's finally released. There's no use anyway, the keeper tells his colleagues. The only thing that helps is putting him in the laundry room in cold water. That usually shuts him up for a few days. 
A local medical student described the situation after his two-month internship at the institution. It was shattering, he said. Never did he presuppose that there would be so much suffering and terror brought upon patients by sadistic personnel. Belonging to the institution are three two-floored barracks that serve as the tipping point for those who do not fit in ordinary forms of treatment. Patients that have been found obnoxious or disrupting in general at other institutions are especially concerned. The easiest to discipline are placed in Barrack A, which according to the medical student is widely considered the best part. The patients are thereafter placed according to the degree of disrupting behavior at either Barrack B or C, where the keepers keep tight reins, as it were, on the patients. Torture and treatment in isolation are common elements at these barracks, says the student. Tula had no patience for the treatment at the institution. They have told me there are several SCP-6201 individuals that they met, and most of them concealed their abilities despite the treatment from the keepers. There are more of them out there. Trula. SCP-6201-A may have developed a relationship of trust with us at the department. However, they are revulsive to share information on the nature of the species. I'm assuming this is because of their earlier experiences at Vibaholm. Therefore, I have decided that our efforts will be directed toward a thorough investigation within the SIRB, and whether we can find any more individuals at psychiatric institutions. Dr. Sven Linder Addendum 6201-F Incident Log, 28th of September, 1959. On 7-28-1959, the SCP Foundation was alerted to a breach at Site 80 involving SCP-6201. This log was provided by the Chief of Security at Site 80. Begin Log. I was in my bunk when the floor suddenly shook. I rapidly got reports of a possible incident at Department B. When I got out, the whole department building was engulfed in a green wreath. We tried contacting our thaumatologist on site, Dr. Linda, who was unreachable. His office was in that building. I gathered a squadron that could breach the wreath. We cut ourselves through the bushes and thickets and found ourselves in a dense pine forest without a trace of the original structure inside. We split into pairs to search the area. Several of us sighted abnormal shifts in the environment. While the forest slowly sank and the original building looked to be uplifted in the west, the vegetation spread further. It was obvious that it was the work of the SCP-6201 entity. It took approximately 20 minutes before someone shouted, and we hurried to his position. Out of the moss, we could see a root convulsing and moving eastward quickly. A shot was fired with no effect. I had my men circle the convulsing root, and a group situate themselves on the outside of the forest to intercept it. And finally, the wreath stopped moving. We called for the entity to stop, and the forest died down and looked as if it decomposed right in front of us, with Department B revealed once again. The convulsing root suddenly grew upwards in place, and suddenly there was Dr. Linda, accompanied by SCP-6201-A, who looked around at us with a disappointed glare. Given the entity's proximity to Dr. Linda, I did not order the squadron to fire. Linda said something, I don't know what, and the creature mumbled back. It turned around and walked towards the gates, slowly turning brown and sinking into the ground. Suddenly the entity was gone, and Linda was left standing alone. End Log Addendum 6201G Memorandum 2nd of January 1961 Dear all, it's time for me to issue my last memorandum. It has been a pleasure working for you all. However, I've been ordered by the board of Site 80 to cease my activity immediately. 
partly because my coming of old age has led to a deterioration in activity and quality, but also because of my obsession with SCP-6201. Of this I have no objection, because it's true. These last years have mainly consisted of studying historical records of the species, looking for it, not finding it, and destroying the documents. As of this moment, the discontinued SRB do not any longer have any of their records left. Only a few are preserved within the SCP Foundation archive. While SCP-6201 is still out there, integrated in either nature or in civil society after the mass outbreak in 1959, I am personally satisfied that most of the duties of the SCP Foundation have been fulfilled. SCP-6201 is no longer contained by racist authorities. Now, I think I'll have a forest walk. All the best, Sven. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear, head over to my Patreon at patreon.com slash kelseynarrates and help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. I'm not going to get rich doing this, but it does take money to keep a podcast running. All patrons get early access to every episode I publish. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their links in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki. And we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people. Or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.